Hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm Ashley. And together, we're on a mission to break the silence of domestic violence and sexual assault. On the Silence No More podcast, we are going to be talking about all things domestic violence and sexual assault. We do want to give you a little heads up that things may appear graphic or disturbing, so please be aware if you are triggered by the topics of domestic violence and sexual assault or are listening with children. This podcast is brought to you by Bolton Refuge House, which is headquartered in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Bolton Refuge House creates a safe space through programs and services to all persons impacted by domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and sexual assault, and advocates for social change. Today on Silence No More, we are taking it back to the very beginning. We are going to be talking about a story that started in the 1970s. Now, I want you all to remember that domestic violence shelters weren't even a thing in Wisconsin back then. The story begins when a group of women who were passionate and believed in women's rights banded together with a goal and a mission to help and empower other women. These women set out on a journey to make a difference in the community. They realized that domestic violence was not a private issue, but a community issue. We are talking about a group of women in the 1970s that were going against the grain of society. This group of young women gathered their own money to rent a house. They felt like this was their only option and chance to have a house for the shelter because back in those days, it was really hard for women to even get a loan. The founding women decided that the house should be used as a shelter for women who were being affected by domestic violence and sexual assault. They wanted to create a safe space for women to bring their children to get away from the violence. These women believed that it was time for women to start standing up and supporting other women. They decided that the perfect name for the shelter was the Women's Community Center, which is what they called it for many years. I'm really thinking that these group of women knew what the community needed, which was a domestic violence shelter for women. Because before the community center was even open, they were already receiving calls from women that were trying to seek refuge. Today, we recognize these women as the founding mothers. The founding mothers were so influential that the Women's Community Center was the very first domestic violence shelter in the state of Wisconsin. In the year of 1977, Spirit Lutheran Church donated a house to the Women's Community Center, and that's when the women decided to change the name from the Women's Community Center to the Refuge House. About five years later, on October 6, 1982, the story starts to get really interesting. Ashley, tell the story about Officer Robert Bolton. I would love to share the story about Officer Bolton. He was a 28-year-old husband, father of two children, and had worked for the Eau Claire Police Department for around four years. On the morning of October 6, 1982, Officer Robert Bolton got up and went to work like any ordinary day. In the early morning hours, Robert Bolton was dispatched to the Women's Community Center for a domestic disturbance call. When Officer Bolton arrived at the scene, the suspect was entering his vehicle. The suspect was a man named Christian Bangert. 
While Officer Bolton was attempting to stop Christian from fleeing the scene, Christian pulled out a 357 revolver and shot Officer Bolton. Although Officer Bolton was badly injured, he immediately returned fire. Officer Bolton's injuries were so severe that he was transported to a local hospital where later he died due to his injuries. Christian Bangert was later arrested and then charged with one count of first-degree murder and endangering safety by conduct regardless of life. Christian spent the remainder of his life in prison. That is just such a sad story that has so many emotions involved, not only for Officer Bolton's friends and family, but also for the community. Yeah, Olivia. I really believe that the shelter and Eau Claire community was sadly shaken by this event, but that is why in 1987 the shelter was renamed Bolton Refuge House, Inc. in honor and memory of Robert Bolton so that his legacy will forever live on. Officer Bolton's legacy is still strong today as Bolton Refuge House has expanded and still continues to expand. It's so amazing to think that all of this started by a group of feminists in the 1970s that were wanting to empower other women. Today, we have two additional offices other than the one in Eau Claire. We have one that was built in 1991 in Jackson County and another one that was built in 2004 in Buffalo County, Wisconsin. We call these our outreach offices. Bolton Refuge House acknowledged the fact that domestic violence and sexual assault just doesn't happen in the larger cities and bigger towns. It's also happening in rural communities where there's hardly any resources. Sometimes there's no resources at all, which is why Bolton Refuge House made it a priority to reach and help these communities. Today at the shelter in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, the shelter has evolved to an 18-bedroom facility. They also have two high-risk transitional apartments. Now, I do want to add that a lot of victims have a history or experienced trauma when they've gone through a form of abuse. And a lot of individuals have a misunderstanding that at Bolton Refuge House, you have to be in a current crisis mode situation to get services from Bolton, but that is not the case at all. We offer services to individuals who have just experienced any form of domestic violence, intimate partner violence, or sexual assault. And I do think it's important to know that you don't have to be in shelter to receive our services. We do offer a realm of services and we will get more in depth with that on another day and another episode during this podcast but I did want to add a little side note to let you all know that you don't have to be in the shelter to receive our services but if you ever have any questions at all you can contact us I'll give you our number at the end of the podcast so you can call us with any of your questions or concerns. Bolton Refuge House makes it a priority to make sure all victims inside the shelter feel safe. The building is surrounded by cameras and is locked down at all times. This makes it to where the abusers cannot physically contact or harm their victims. I do want to say that Bolton Refuge House is doing something very exciting this month, which is we are building what we call our farewell wing. 
This wing will consist of six transitional units, which is super exciting because that means we are helping meet the needs of our community. We will talk more about shelter life and all things shelter in later episodes, but for now I want to leave you with the story that we discussed today about Robert Bolton and his legacy that is still strong today. We hope you join us for our next episode as we talk to a survivor and listen to her story about overcoming the abuse of domestic violence and sexual assault. Her story is very intense and empowering as she has overcome many obstacles within her life. If you or someone you know are impacted by domestic violence, intimate partner violence, or sexual assault, contact our 24-hour, 7-days-a-week confidential hotline. Our number is 715-834-9578. If you are interested on ways that you can help or support Bolton Refuge House, you can email our director. Her email is director at boltonrefuge.org.